Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. What's clear, right, is that they are flying. They are um, no, no team, actually, ever in the history of the Premier League uh, has, uh, has lost, has not won the league title from Arsenal's position. No team's ever had this many points on 17 and not won the league. Amassed. So, there's, a, there's a football um, word. Amassed. Amassed. Um, so if Arsenal don't win it from this position, that's that's a failing that no other team has achieved. And yeah. um, and the thing is, and what's uncomfortable now is that they any points dropped feels pretty bad for them. Well, I suppose like we're just we we're, we're just plodding plodding along. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to James and Flav for now. My name is James. This is Flav to the left of me. Whatever. Um, we might have some new people uh, making their way in. This high-energy high uh, podcast that is the James and Flav What do you now. mean, new people? Well, mean? North London Derby. Sometimes you get a few extra views. We're going to be asking you, Flav, Tottenham fan, one of the most prominent Spurs speakers, talkers, if you will, in the uh, Tottenham scene at the moment. So what you say carries weight. And we're going to be asking you some questions on the North London derby. Um, just to say, actually, quickly, I've got a... I'm not... I'm not I just... It... Well... I'm just saying, I'm just saying... Twice a I'm year. just saying, if I don't want to... Twice a If year. I don't... If I don't... If, if any of these people are trying to mug me off... Right. And, or, or mug off Spurs, I'll just try and answer. Impossible. Impossible. <laughs> Because, you know, exciting home fixture. Um, We've got lots to talk about. But if you are new, this isn't your normal podcast. And I want to kind of get that across at the start. Um, We have sort of loads of different categories, uh, including um, things that you did. Well, basically, there's a long list of them. And uh, some of them are funny. Some of them might not be for you. And that's fine. But if you do want a bit of a taster, uh, the one thing that we do at the start of the podcast is the uh, Jim Big Laugh Award. So I read the comments. The, the show every week is uh, created by your comments. And if something makes me laugh, I put it at the top. And there's an exchange here that made me laugh massively out loud. There are 11 replies. And I, I just felt like this gave a good flavor of the podcast. Okay, so if you are... What the podcast is about. What the podcast is about. So, of course, we are going to talk about North London Derby. We're going to talk about... All of that, right? And we'll talk about all sorts of football, and we do every week. But we talk about the Manchester Derby as well. 
It's not sure. all about the North London sure. derby. There are other games happening. That's true. It's funny that, isn't it? Because I've kind of got, got my eyes really on the North London derby. Um, okay. But there will be other bits as well. So uh, let me just read this out for you, this exchange from our beautiful sluggy community. Slugs are what we call our community, if you are watching for the first time. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jack Bridger said this. You're kidding me. Right, a slight bit of context. We're doing a thing where it's like things you did. One of the bits that we've got is things you did as a kid that yes. you're embarrassed about. But now as an adult, you can go, I was just a child. I didn't know that I did that. And one thing that Flav said was Flav said that in the bath, you used to. I used to suck, suck water the... out of the water out of a flannel. For a flannel, yeah. For especially flannel. if it was so soapy. Especially as a soapy, I didn't know it's that. It just tasted good. It tasted okay, right? I don't know why. I don't know why. I was okay. a child. You were just a child. So uh, Jack Bridges said this: "You're kidding me. I've spent 27 <laughs> years of my life thinking I was the only kid who sucked up the bathwater for a flannel." <laughs> Flavs, you've just saved me many sleepless nights and multiple cold sweats. 68 likes. On that yeah. comment, 11 <laughs> replies. <laughs> Here are the replies. Jackson says, fuck me, that's unlocked some flannel sucking memories. What time to be alive. <laughs> 20 likes on that. 20 <laughs> likes on a reply. Sean Levitt, another person, another sluggy comes in. I just like I just like to lay there with a the hot flannel on my face. Like I'm being pleasantly waterboarded. Jack Bridget replies, you still partake in flannel games as an adult. I respect it. Sean Levitt said, I do have a bath. I don't frequent it much, but after this chat, I'm yearning for a nice warm waterboarding and a gentle flannel suck. Jack Bridger replied, and this must have been happening quite quickly, I presume. He said, treat yourself, son. <laughs> Alec, a new person, came in and said, we've all been there. Uh, you and another person said, my one-man waterboarding community has just grown. What a day. <laughs> Lively Gary, one of the OGs, said, In America, flannels are thick cotton plaid button-up shirts, like what a lumberjack would wear. It's a very confusing segment for me. Joshua Jackson said, Top stuff. Top, st top stuff. Oh, <laughs> top stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Top stuff. This is great. This is great, Joshua. Tops. One in one hand, flannel sucking at the top of a podcast. Football <laughs> podcast. Top stuff. As the as the and top stuff is the tenth reply, top stuff. I used to place a wet warm flannel on my face whilst in the bath and breathe suck on the flannel. Good way to relax. John, another new person, said, "What a treat! It's like drinking your own past." Well done, football Super podcast. Football podcast. Football podcast. Superb work from everyone there. Great stuff. Um, another quick nominee um and again another <laughs> insight into the podcast maybe one for uh, those of you older than 18 but it did make me laugh out loud so i did have to chuck it in jamie westcar last week we were talking about roy Keane, and someone made a joke about a made-up story about i once met roy Keane when i was trying to make some money as an adult escort and uh he met Roy Keane and he gave him a sexual favour. Um, and apparently Roy Keane, as he climaxed, went, <laughs> that's your job. Um, your job. <laughs> Jamie. So on the back of that, um, that's probably the wrong phrase, but this Roy, Ke this Roy Keane, that's your job whilst getting tossed off outside a Mackey's story has inspired a suggestion for a potential new bit. 
Whilst howling at the Young Slugs uh, account, all I could picture was Jamie Carragher's wife having a dig about his can whilst he screams, There! (laughs) (laughs) There! There. In his customary tone. To summarise, new bit, footballers' phrases in everyday life slash out of context. Get them in the comments. It's a great idea. um, I, I like it what footballers say as they climax. Okay, yeah. I, I, so Carrie gone gone there. Just as he comes right there. There. <laughs> there. Is it there as in uh, there as in keep doing what you're doing there, or is it watch out, it's gonna be on its way there? No, it's, no, it's as it as he delivers it. Delivers to, it. It's delivers it. Sorry. <laughs> Do you mind signing that? Yeah, we've got to just take a picture as well. I'm just gonna <laughs> deliver that to you. There. And it comes final thrust. There. Yeah, uh, his sort of panting is just. <sighs> yeah. There. <laughs> there. Footballer's climax, Cameron Smith. Cameron Fraser. There we go. Lovely, lovely stuff. Um, that uh, Cameron Fraser is one of our beloved patrons. If you're after premium content, premium mailbags, um, here's something you won't know, actually. But Flav, you'll you'll know because it's from the mailbag. This week's mailbag. Last week we revealed a manager had been liking my Christmas pictures. Again, if you're a patron, yes. you know who that manager is. Quite the scandal. But this week, all I'll say is this: that's in the bin next to me, Flav. That's in the bin. <laughs> oh, and, and she was. Not when you took it up to the she, office. She, yeah. So did you savor it? So I could just be alone with it. Yeah, because it was just the dregs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, North London derby this week. We've got lots and lots and lots of uh, good comments about Arsenal and and different things. One of which you replied to. Careful with that, Flav, because the comments must remain fle- uh, fresh, flesh, fresh. Um, oh, broad, yeah. broad strokes and massive weekend of football actually. So on what was it twelve thirty on the Saturday Manchester derby, and then on Sunday it's you lot against <laughs> Arsenal. Um, God, yeah. Do you want to do that? Do you want to do Manchester United? No, Man City you, first? you do what you want. I don't mind. We don't even have to talk about the Manchester derby if you don't want to. We can talk about it for so, a second, I guess. Um, um, yeah, I've got so I, I've got a video. Uh, well, it would have come out yesterday actually because we're going to put this out tomorrow. Um, and oh yeah, I've got a Spurs um, Arsenal tactical preview coming out as well later today. Uh, go check it out when you get a chance. Um, but I asked people to different creators to do their head and heart predictions. Um, and what was interesting is the little sort of batch of it's like Man United and, and Newcastle are in their own little batch, and you and you and Liverpool seem to be in your own batch. In what? Or, what do you mean? In, batch? in terms of where you think you're going to end up? And I know that I ask this a lot throughout the season, but it's just it's it's good to get a temperature check on on Spurs like all yeah. the time. Going yeah. into this one, um, yes, yeah, just do North London derby. Um, going into this one, <laughs> how do you, how do you feel about it? Because obviously, I know you hate the game, but you probably. So someone said this great comment. Actually, let me just go to this comment because it's class. Where is it? Narik said the most Spursy possible outcome would be for yeah. Tottenham losing to Arsenal and then beating. Man yeah. City twice in a week. Yeah, is that yeah, yeah, yeah. A, is that your biggest fear? This fiction. Um, 
I don't fear any of it. I don't, I don't fear is the wrong word. Like fearing Arsenal is like it's completely alien to me. And never the Arsenal have nothing about them in any capacity that makes you fear them. Plus, it's just a game of football. Fear is the wrong word, right? Dread. It's just there's like a. Oh, it's like it's not even dread. I, I wouldn't even give them that much credit. It's just it, it's just a thing that happens that you know you'd rather didn't um, because you don't want to see them happy. Sure. Um, but by and large, it's just for us. Certainly in this game, it's uh, it's three points. If Arsenal beat us, I mean it'd be annoying, but it doesn't really make much difference to Tottenham. Whereas if Arsenal don't win, and City win. Well. There's a lot more pressure on them. Well, I mean, because it's... Uh, look, I mean, let's be honest. Those three, three Gunners are doing pretty well right now. Uh, and But they did draw the last game, didn't they? Failed to score. Yeah, they did, yeah. Um, and they haven't beaten you at your place for a while, have they? 3-0 last year. A lot of the same players. Yeah, I mean, the Saliba's there. and It makes a big difference. But look, there's no... I think there, I think there, there seems to be an assumption from um, the Arsenal fans. This is as far as far as I can gauge, and I haven't spoken to many of them. And, and the ones I do have to, it's just because I have to because it's work. But um, there is a certain confidence that they're coming into, which is you can understand. There's a certain confidence they're coming into the game with, mm. and I think a lot of them think that they're gonna they're gonna win. They that they're convinced of it. Um, and Spurs aren't as bad as what they think. And if, it's a big if, if Bentancor and Kulusevski are back in the team, then we're a different outfit altogether. Um, if you could only have one of those two, who would you want? Kulusevski? Oh God, no, probably Bentancor. Really? Yeah. Um, not that, not that Kulusevski, I mean, he's probably, they're very, they're, in terms of their impact at Tottenham, it's quite set, it's, it's similar. The fact that they're missing or have been missing has been massive, a massive, massive issue for us because they they're they're, they're really important to 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 how we play, yeah. and and they've really kind of stepped to stepped up to the plate um, in, in in delivering performances that are consistent, whereas other parts of our team and the more aging aspects of our team haven't. Um, like Minson, for example. Um, but yeah, I mean, if we like, I, I think there's a, there's this idea because of the, the sort of the mood around Tottenham, which isn't great at the moment. We've got the issues with Daniel Levy and and yeah. um, and Enoch out. That 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 perhaps what we can do on the pitch is being um, isn't being um, is being forgotten about to some degree. This isn't an easy game on paper for for Arsenal. No, and 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 and, and, and so if we can take <laughs> points off them. Like if a draw, a draw for them isn't great. I mean, uh, Man City, they've got to play Man City twice. There's a long, long, long way to go. The, the, what I would say though, Jim, what, Jim, what, sorry, go on, what was the question? Well, I was going to say, so I guess the one thing, I, I agree with you. I think there's, I think there's a lot, the, the easy thing is to go, uh, Arsenal win this game. I, I'm not saying that. Stupidly easily. No, I know you're not saying, but like, I think a lot of, I would be intrigued to know what's your, like, Arsenal fans, the confidence level going into this game, what that is, because I I think we uh, I always think of always think of what a uh, I had to do <laughs> I had to do uh, an interview for kind of like a showreel years ago, and I think I've said this to you before, but the um, 
we were playing Fulham. And so I was interviewing QPR fans and Fulham fans. And Q, uh, Fulham had beaten us 6-0 earlier in the season. And I was sort of chatting to different people. And they were all like, yeah, well, you know. And then all the, the Fulham guys were like, well, you know, hopefully, God, hopefully we can score loads of goals today. It would be great. Because they're posh, <laughs> aren't they? And, um, and I, remember t- I sort of chatted to a man and a woman. The, the man was like uh, very old and incredibly wise. And he said, I said, oh, you know, after winning 6-0 the game four, how do you feel about this? And he went, we must beware hubris. <laughs> I'm sorry, just because I, I, I always it's like a go-to like line from it. It's like he's done it again. It's like it's like a, it's like the high level intellectual level of that. We must one must always beware hubris. <laughs> what does it mean? I, so it, you don't be basically overconfident, arrogant. Yeah, that's what hubris means. So. I think that's what I'm intrigued to know from Arsenal fans in the comments or in the chat. If we've got any Arsenal fans in here, is how sort of how high is the hubris level? Like where where is the sort of the the concoction of um, smugness because we know we're better as opposed to general confidence, and then I guess like a little dollop of fear in there as well because it spurs. Because the closer it gets, the more I just think I think the home advantage is enormous in this game. I think it's such a big thing and I think it addresses form in such and also probably style of play for you guys as well when you then turn it into a North London derby. Like if you're playing, I don't know, playing Brentford at home, then the crowd's not that bothered. And so the first half you play the way that you guys have been playing and it all feels lackluster and there's not as apart from the three points that you're expected to get, there's not actually that much to achieve here and you're just not up for it. Really? That happens a lot. And especially in terms of these, you know, those, the, the high profile six, they often, that is the, that's the world that you guys are all living now. And that's the lens that you're seeing it through. But a game like this against Arsenal, where you're kind of the underdogs, but you still got Harry Kane who's killing it. You, and you've still got quality there. Add to that, you know, that home advantage and the fact that the crowd will be up for it. That's when I start to go. Actually, like one must beware hubris. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's it's a difficult game for them. Look, look what, what what's what what's what's going to be what's clear, right? Is that they are flying. They are um, no no team actually ever in the history of the Premier League. Uh, has uh, has lost has not won the league title from Arsenal's position. No team's ever had this many points on seventeen and not won the league. Amassed. So there's a, there's a football um, word. Amassed. Uh, amassed. Um, so if Arsenal don't win it from this position, that's that's a failing that no other team has achieved. And yeah. um, and the thing is, and what's uncomfortable now is that they. Any points dropped feels pretty bad for them. Well, uh, Spurs, like we're just we're, we're just plodding plodding along. Yeah, but every game is like a cup final now. It does feel that way. The pressure does. the The volume is if if pressure was volume, it's just, everyone's starting to go. Is everyone happy with this? Well, yeah, I'd like to turn it up, please. And it's going. Well, hang on, that's a little bit starting to like tickle the ears here. Um, yeah. Don't don't take my word for it or your word for it. Let's take Cameron Fraser's words from another person, Paul Machen. Uh, he, <laughs> he, Paul Machen made the point a while back that Liverpool and City turned the league into effectively a knockout tournament. Even drawing feels like a disaster these days. Yeah. 
That's yeah. that's the I mean, what that's would, the world that Arsenal yeah. will have to live in. Well, any, anybody when anybody who wants to win the league will have to live in that that world. Um, <clears throat> and the, 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 that that's it. I mean, when I say that no other team has ever not won the league from Arsenal's position after seventeen games, you know where they find themselves with forty four points. Those those leagues, a lot of that didn't involve this Manchester City team, yeah. Pep Guardiola. So. Yeah, but I'm making excuses for them. If if they don't win the league from this, they have bottled it massively. Like it'd be one one of the biggest. Oh, be one of the biggest bottle jobs in the history of Premier League football. Well, they won forty games. I guess the the one thing you could say against it is is Man City. Man City have only 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 won twelve of their seventeen games this year, so they don't seem to be. It feels like they. It feels a little bit with Man City that they're kind of like being just sort of taking their time in the early rounds. If you know what I mean, like. I don't feel like they're, they're, like they're going to kick their, into gear. Yeah, I don't think they've really like put their foot down. Yeah, I know that's two separate sports for the analogy, but I, I did it last week and you seem to get it, so we'll stick with it. The that's one thing I do, I I agree with you. I I feel like Man Man City think and know that they're oh well we've accomplished this ninety point thing year after year, so we'll just go and do it again. And I wonder if that. I think the important thing to say is that one must <laughs> one must always beware. Hubris. hubris. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to get across here. I think in today's podcast. Um, but you're right, Arsenal. And what I would like to see, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued to see. I'm curious to see how would Arsenal fans react if they were to lose a football match and not to lose any football match. Can you click off that? I don't want to look at that. I just want to see the next oh, few fixtures. Oh, for God, us, I'm going to turn off that screen. Hang on, though. It makes hang me feel on, sick, Jim. On. I'm going to look at you instead. Okay. I'm going to look at you instead. It's fine. Do that. But I, the thing is, and I don't want to create any Arsenal cracks here, Flav, but you, you've made an interesting point. And well, if, if you mind, that, that's not These are facts, not opinion. Okay, fine. I'm not... But, this isn't my... But Spurs bias speaking, right. these are just right. facts. Factually, it would be the biggest job, bottle job in, well, it would, yeah, in, yeah. in the no, history, no... Of the thirty-year history of the Premier League. Premier League, yeah, thirty wow. years be the biggest bottle job. Yeah. But I mean, everything's fine right now. Everything's ab- like rosy. Like they sh- like, against Newcastle, they were the better side. Newcastle, great defensive performance from them, and Newcastle are third in the league right now. Aside from that, of course, they've won fourteen games. Everything is rosy, but. <laughs> but if we just look at these fixtures, no, what if they do lose this game to Spurs? And it's not just losing a game, it's losing a game to Spurs. And what? Because the game yeah. after that is what a must... resurgent Man United side, Flav. And there's going to be a, then the volume gets dulled up just a little bit, doesn't it, Flav? Oh, look, look, just, I mean, let, let's, let's play this out. Like if, 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 if Spurs, if Spurs manage to beat Arsenal, which in, in the current, you know, state of both those teams, it's a big, big, big task to ask because Arsenal are a very good team, right? Sure. But if they do, mm-hmm. and United and City beat United, that their league, their lead rather, is cut to what are we three, five? Three two points. Point. What, oh, what is it currently? Of, uh, I think yeah, maybe I thought it's how, I thought it was five six. ahead. Oh, sorry, five ahead. Five yes. ahead. So that's two points, and they've got to play Manchester City twice. So even if they win, you know, it's like. Look, Arsenal fans are, are, are bouncing around, going, you know, we're not we're not favourites to win this league. We're not we're not favourites. You are you are favourites to win the league. You are favourites to win the league. You you have to win the league from this position. If you don't, right, that is I a just, huge failing. Go on, just hang on. Wait, wait, wait. Just say that. 
say that one more time. Say that again, what you just said. Arsenal fans are... What, have you zoomed in on my face? (laughs) Arsenal fans... Down the barrel. (laughs) Okay, Arsenal fans have... um, they all go around saying that they're, they're, they are not favourites to win this league. They're saying that there is that there is very the, the the favourites to win this is Manchester City. That they're not favourites. The reality is, then whether you like to, however you shape it, wherever you make makes you for, you know sleep well at night. The reality is that you are favourites. You have to be at this stage because no other team has amassed forty four points after seventeen games and not won the league in the Premier League. It's never happened. If it happens. You're the first team to fail from this position. And regardless of whether or not you think you're favourites or not, the reality is that you are. And um, Manchester City are not. They're chasing you. And so the pressure's on. And, you know, the reality is that while if you win the league, it would be fantastic for you and horrible for us. Mm. If you finish second, that would be fucking funny as fuck (laughs) from this position. (laughs) Oh, dear. Uh, Look... Uh, what I do, I am curious to see the reaction because it is incredibly easy to be reasonable when everything's going well and to be sensible and fair when everything's going well. It's very difficult when, you know, the wheels start to squeak a little bit. Drink Troops yeah. is going, do you know what we could do with a defeat? <laughs> Need... Need something to shout about? No, no, I, 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 like none of those. uh, The the Arsenal fans out there that were Arteta out, get him out. He's a fraud. Get him out. Like you, it just shows you how fucking little you all know about football. And maybe you should speak a little bit less. Because look at the 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 the, the Arsenal fans. The vast majority of Arsenal fans are so lucky that their board don't listen to them. Because they're going, they're walking around like Arteta's a second coming. When half of them, maybe more, the majority yeah. of them, wanted him out in the second season. That is true. That is true. So, so you're just lucky you have people that actually understand football running your football club. Well, they, they do seem to be putting it all together pretty well. Do you know what? There was a comment actually. Let's uh, let's read this one because uh, JRD. The main reason for Arsenal's success is not necessarily bringing in great players, but ruthlessly getting rid of the dead wood, no matter the cost. Just the loss. Orba, Kalasanach, yeah. Ozil, Maitland Niles, a bit harsh on Maitland Niles. David Luiz. Um, Gwenduzi. Gwenduzi, Mustafi. Yeah, they're right. He, he's right. They, 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 like, I take my Spurs how often. It's not, like I say, I'm not giving Arsenal fans any credit because he did fuck all. It's, it's, uh, it's what, what their club done as, uh, in terms of running it. Um, it, it yeah, they backed, they've backed Arteta. This is fundamentally a, an amazing uh, lesson for everybody. In that, if maybe if you just give a manager some room to breathe yeah. and to implement these ideas, that things might work out. The fact is, is the board stuck with him for his two eighth place finishes and a fifth place finish with a complete capitulation at the end of last season. And look at them now. Yeah. So, you know, I know it's our job to, and, and fans' job and their prerogative to bang on about it, but uh, that, you know, they want change. They need a new manager. We need new owners and all that stuff. You don't really know what's going to happen next. But I, that's, I think, I think everyone right, talks to such authority because there's yeah, no yeah. accountability. Or on people, you know, like we're just, you know, we're joking about it now. I mean, me more so than you. But like, the, you know, you have to have jeopardy and you need to talk about all these things. And it's fun. Like, that's part of all of this, is it? Fun. Yeah. But the, the, you're right, though. When it comes to the manager, that's the thing. Like, I, 
as the years progress and people get managers and I often have the feeling of, well, hang on, give them a chance. That's my general sort of state of play. What I do always yeah, really yeah. believe in is like you actually, you need a well-oiled machine as a whole structure of a club, but then you need to back the mat. Forget the manager. Let's, let's take Adger off. You've got to back the man. Is the man smart? <laughs> if he's smart, then there will be like success just isn't linear, is it? Like there's going to be wobbles no. along the way and you have to go, no, this guy gets it. This guy's good and and see mm. it through. Because there's a reason for the season. Yeah, it's part of the reason for the frustration with um, with Conte and him not signing a new contract. And it's like, it's not so much like right, like right now, you're like, we just need to know that there's something beyond the immediate that the the through the next three seasons Conte is committed to to making this happen, and that's what's difficult from from a fan's perspective, a Spurs fan's perspective at the moment is that you don't know where where we're going to be in a year. We can't see that far because Conte's yeah. contract he's actually got an, a year extension. They can agree to extend it for a year, but if he chooses to leave at the end of the season, then you're like, well, fuck, we got to start again then. Yeah, and that I mean, it may be that we bring in the manager who's who's better than Conte or, or works better in in this circumstance, and it's all fine. But the fact is, what Arsenal and, and like say Newcastle and um, uh, and even sort of Liverpool, you know, they're going for a fallow season to some degree. But um, you know, they they know what's in front of them. Whereas Spurs, we it's really kind of up in the air about what. And that's that's really backward, isn't it? That's so backward to what you normally... Normally, it's like the manager would love the time. I would love the time and and the security to to plan a three-year project out and see it like come to fruition. And, oh, okay, (laughs) let's not overspend on that guy. Let's wait. We'll wait until the summer and then we'll go and buy this guy instead. But, like, Conte's kind of, yeah, ripping that away by not just committing. It's like, no, I don't want the time Give me the money. <laughs> yeah, just get it on now. Give me the money. Um, so the end of that comment It's was, weird. Just just quickly. Go on. Oh, go on. Well, just no, no. he was well, saying was Spurs say... need to do the same. <laughs> He's sorry. Spurs need to do the same. Otherwise, they will never be able to move uh, on from this lull. So you need to get rid of your Deadwood, he's saying. Oh, no, no. He's right. He's right. He's um. He, 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 there are players that have been there way too long. Um. And he, to be fair, we have started to do it. We're taking cut price. Uh, you know, we moved them Dombele and Lo Celso on for free. Um, sorry, no loan fee. I think half a million for Ndombele, who's, who's actually doing all right in Italy at the moment, Napoli being top of the league. Oh, yeah, he's but um, he's paid about 40% of the games as well, which is, is quite impressive for Ndombele. Um, so there is, it is to some degree happening, but you're right. That cutting them out, doesn't matter if you take a cut or loss, they're not going to help us get to where we need to be to cut them out. We, the same for, thing for us. The fact that we've had uh, Sanchez, Dyer, Tanganga, Ben Davies in our defence for the last four or five years is, isn't, isn't good enough. So you, yeah, he's, I, I agree with me that that doesn't need to happen at Spurs. Um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. The, the, just final thing on that, that, you know, what, what we are going to be, there's the, the trust has sent four questions about the focus and structure of the club the strategy, what are we doing? And the club apparently have agreed. They said, in fact, the words were they're eager to answer these questions. However, we can't do it before the end of the transfer window. And there will be a statement from Paratici at the end of that transfer window. They obviously don't want to remove their le- le- leverage about what, what we can pl- be planning, but right, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, this is interesting as well from George Askam. Uh, question for next week. Not a slander on Spurs. Don't hate me, Flav. Do Spurs feel lucky to be part of the 
big slash greedy six. For me, they are the same as Villa slash Everton in terms of big club. Should they really be up there? And is their baseline mm. actually fifth slash sixth? And should they actually just be happy with that? From a Preston North End fan. Go on, say that. Uh, uh, I, think, I think that's probably where a lot of the, the hatred of, a lot of grief that Spurs get is a frustration from other fans in that we behave and talk as if we are a club that has been successful in, in the modern era. Mm. Where the reality is we haven't. The reason why we talk spoken about in that way, the sky speaks about us in that way, is because that despite winning things, not winning things rather, um, our global audience and the amount of people that tune into this is fundamentally how our club is valued by a broadcast, and the broadcasters are pushing agendas like Big Six, okay. And fans do it as well, but Sky Sports, BT Sport are, are, are also, I say guilty of it. It serves their purpose, isn't it? It's to generate interest in their products. Yeah. Um, I think it's Big so 7 they, now, by the way. If they, yeah, Newcastle might even be Big 8 when another Saudi buyout happens, you know, and then and then it will just be the Premier League that's just full of loads of money that's inaccessible to anybody, ergo the Super League. Um, yeah. the, the, they, the, you're based and you're talked about on how much, how many eyes can are watching the content associated with Tottenham. So when Spurs play, if they are, if they are watched and the broadcasters see that that the audience is sixth highest in the league or fifth or fourth, whatever it might be, then there will be talk, talk talked about in that regard. It's about finances, money, marketing. Like, don't I wouldn't get caught up in it to be honest. Like was, the, the idea question was, of a do you feel lucky? Is, is, do you feel lucky, lucky to, to be in? Because you are in that carousel of teams that. Are, oh, I, don't know, talks I don't about acknowledge it. I don't feel. Yeah, yeah, of course. But that's how people think about that. You should go away and think about well, that. I don't, I don't feel lucky. I don't feel anything. Go I don't away. feel anything at all. I don't... <laughs> right. I'll Dave, go away and think about it. But right away. now, my answer to that is I, I don't give a shit about it. I don't think about it at all. It's, it's not that's... a real thing. It's, a mar- it's, a, it's marketing. No, that's privilege. That's football fan privilege. What would you want me to say? Yes, yeah, I think you go, actually, that's a good point. We haven't won anything for ages, but everyone does talk about us. We are a big club, but yeah, probably do feel lucky. That's, I think that's the right answer. If you could swap it and no one talked about Spurs, I'd be happier. You'd be poorer. <laughs> You're poorer. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Uh, it's, you're talking about it you're, as a Preston fan. You're talking about it. Other clubs are talking about it. There's a no. We're forced to. Other clubs it, seem to be more upset. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. But my my um my, I think part of the reason why Spurs like why ask me this why if 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 we uh, if we if we don't belong in terms of status in that top six. Then why are Manchester? Well, sorry, why are Arsenal, Chelsea, and West Ham obsessed with hating us? We don't win anything. Well, obviously, in your own words, no threat to what you're doing. But yet, you hate us. I think. Do you, I think actually, league position does matter in all of this, right? And or the possibility for high league position as well. And I think that's the thing is that no, I don't think there was the same, and it, there wasn't the same coverage. Full stop. But there wasn't the same. I think that. Uh, I, Spurs were a Villa, Everton, West Ham when they were finishing in those places. But you finished yeah. between, I mean, you can probably tell me, between second and, or third and uh, seventh for the last 10 years, seventh. right? Yeah, we finished seventh in the Mourinho. <laughs> but that was our lowest position. Sure. 
We've been so, in the Champions League four or five times in the last 10 years. Yeah. But if you finish in the Champions League, you're in the top four in league standings. But what I, so I guess what is the question that we haven't won anything? So does a, if winning two League Cups in that period, does that elevate us? No, not really. I, I, so that's why I come back to the league table. I think the fairness, the fairness of, of Tottenham being discussed in that, uh, that group is because... Consistently finished there. You, yeah, yeah, exactly. And and, and that, that's like that. quite a nice fair thing. That's like if if Everton finished if Everton finished fifth every year, I think we I think we'd be talking about a hell of a lot more. Yeah, know? probably. Yeah, no, no, yeah, you're right. They would, but I think that that the big six in inverted commas. Yeah, no, you probably would, right? Because there was a big four uh, in the, before the Premier League that didn't that 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 Chelsea and Manchester City weren't a part of. It was Arsenal. Everton, Tottenham, and Liverpool. Well, that, that, that was that was like the original big four. And yeah. based on your performances in the league, it changes. Well, the you, Newcastle is not... a great example of this. New, like the, the focus on Newcastle is uh, once the money comes in and then, oh, okay, they're going to be contenders now. They then become relevant. And they've also got the fan base to back it up. So then, so then it's like, yeah, let's talk about Newcastle. Let's, you know, because... They're they're going, you know, you know they're on their way there. There's no way they're not on their way there. And so they, and then in the in the uh, league table, they're you know they are as well. And then they're going to be knocking about those places for the foreseeable. It's a story, isn't it? So, so it becomes a big six, right? Big seven, big rather. seven, yeah, yeah. I think unless we'll unless and, and and then yeah, there'll be a big seven, and unless the nation, something happens soon, it'll be the nation the nation state four. It'll be that one, but, 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 but yeah, but these there aren't. Tottenham as an entity and Arsenal as an entity and United, Liverpool, they're not walking around. The owners going, yeah, we're big six, we are. It's just media and fans talking about it. The clubs just get on with it. It's not, it, it doesn't exist. It's a concept that and, and, and a, a, a marketing gimmick by broadcasters to perpetuate the status of clubs, which serves, serves their, um, their product. Mm, sort so, of. I get what you're saying. I think, but I think the 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 big six is always with with the idea that they will be the top six teams in the. But there was a there was the a league. big four before. It wasn't a such thing as a big six until. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's loose. It changes. It changes all the time, and it's how yeah. cut adrift you are from from all of that. And that's why Newcastle are now coming into this big seven now, because we yeah. would expect those to be the seven that are relevant at the top of the table. Yeah, Joe, Joe, this is a good example. Joel, you're right. Old Joel Dench says, I, I remember Villa under Martin O'Neill. It was between us and Villa. I don't know who us, who he supports, but us and Villa who who, um, who were breaking into the big Sky 4. The Sky 4. Sky Look, 4? Sky 4. Yeah, do you remember that? Like Sky Sports 4. It was like, it was a Chelsea, four. Arsenal, Manchester United and Liverpool. All right. No, I don't remember mm. that. Um, right. I did ask on Twitter for a few questions for you, so we'll just re- rattle them off. And then we'll, football chat will we'll cease. Um, Regan, if Spurs win something after bending over for Qatar, is it worth it? Would we be ha- would we be happy? Do we deserve to be happy? Wow, that's a deep. So question. this is about the QSI, the the, the club, the, the people that own PSG have had a meeting with Daniel Levy about buying a minority stake in Tottenham. Minority um, stake. Yeah, well, up to twenty nine point three percent, which would be about a billion pounds to Enoch and Daniel Levy. Um, and then you'd imagine the investment from transfers would come from the Qatari money rather than Daniel Levy and Enoch if they're giving up a third of their company. 
Although we don't know. Um, man, I don't know. It's going to happen to every team in the Premier League. So it would inevitably happen to Spurs. Tottenham, football's already sold its soul. So what if it happens to Tottenham, it happens. I don't, I don't know what, what else to yeah, say. Um, if we win something of it, I think we forget pretty much where the money comes from when you're winning. So, yeah. Is it time um, to drop Sun? Is that one? Is that an actual question? Yeah. yeah I think I don't think we drop Son because Richarlison's injured, but Son's form is, is as bad as it's... He's, he's, he's currently going through his worst form since joining Spurs eight, nine years ago. He's, um, I don't know what's going on with him. It's hard to, hard to describe. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Um, but yeah, this season he's been, he's been between four and five out of ten, generally. Really? Um, that but, bad? But... Yeah, but Is dropping that partly because you're not a sort of dominate it. You know, it's still that kind of like counter attack. You get it to Kane and give it to Son, oh, so therefore oh. he's not involved that much. Well, no, we 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 still try to play that way, but he's just he just hasn't. It's just something not right there. It looked to me. I don't know, and it's probably just a temporary thing. And he is too good for this to continue. Or people age differently. Every other every player has a uh, when they when they're the peak of their powers start to diminish somewhat. And maybe that's what we're seeing with Son, but who knows? But no, uh, we don't drop him for this game. Is Kulisewski fit? And what does Flav think about starting Jed Spence for the North London Derby and testing his metal? Not in a million years will that happen. <laughs> no chance. Uh, uh, no. And um, uh, what's the question? Is Richarlison fit? Kulisewski? I don't know if they're fit. I don't, have, I don't have any insight into the club. The rumours are that both Bentenkor and Kulisewski will play, but Bentenkor is the biggest doubt. But I don't, I don't, I don't have any, any, okay. any inside knowledge or anything. Uh, last two, really important. Uh, would you take the L if it meant a well-placed skip challenge took Partey out for the rest of the season? Probably. Do you think that would upset them? Would that, would that stop them if they lost Partey? I think it would be a big loss for sure. It would be huge. Then yeah. Okay. And Stuart, what is Antonio Conte's Nando's order? <clears throat> Drink spicy guy, is he? He's Italian, isn't he? They're not really bothered about spice, are they? Yeah, no, no. I, I went to France <laughs> once, and they, they, the south of France, and they, 
there was no they went to Biarritz a couple of times rather they don't like spicy food there's no curry houses there or there's one that's shut <laughs> down it's like, so English it's like, it's, actually, they right. don't like heat right let's find the nearest curry house <laughs> but, no I didn't it wasn't I was seeking curry <laughs> it was that it was a conversation we had there was two things that they just don't have there curry hot curry spicy curry and um, halloumi <laughs> right halloumi yeah uh, okay uh for good for for good lords wow this is samism well there's a link to samism so let's do that one quickly just because it's um i'm not i'm not too blown away with it i'll be honest it was just the big one that everyone was talking about all the time which was uh where the hell is it it was uh martin keown was at it he said something about being a well-machined oil i've got a load of people tweeting yeah it was they're well-machined oil he loves it yeah i get them all as well he loves it oh keno Oh, Keown, sorry. That is, uh, well, that is it. Elite sledging. A uh, couple, couple in here. Um, and then, yeah, we've got, uh, what have we got? I think we've got some power moves. We've got all sorts. We've got some uh, things only men know. Questions being put into the wild in terms of only men know. And slugs in the wild. Uh, elite sledging. It's about cricket. If you're, well, it doesn't need to be cricket. Any good sledging is great. Um, so A-Frame said the classic is always, he's got more misses than Henry VIII. Just a quick one there. It's always <laughs> nice. Uh, Charlie McDonald, sledging, wallop, self-proclaimed elite at this, albeit on the world of hockey or in the world of hockey. The mm. best incident from this year was away was Manchester away. All six Sheffield teams go and play all six Manny teams with the sixes going first and then, yeah, you can work it out. With myself being in the twos and this only being pre-season, I had the, t- <laughs> had the time to get reasonably battered and dish, dish out some abuse. Don't drink and stick. Um, with the fours game level in the last minute, I shout, Oi, 72, what size are your feet? All I'm fishing for here is a little bite. Something unrelated. Ask your mum. If I can come here and find out, would have sufficed. However, 72 was, and I believe still, is the main character. I don't know what that means. Uh, he yeah. undid his laces to reveal his foot. The size are relevant now. All five of our other teams are in raptures, creasing at the shoeless Muppet as we counter in the last minute to win 3-2. I won man of the match for a game I didn't even play in. Proceeded to rattle half the goons in my match later in the day. Top tier. Much love. Only forwards. Got a little bit of sledge. Mm. Sledging can win games. <laughs> uh, okay. What would you like? Do you want to... Things only men know... Or yeah. do you want um, things only men know? Let's what, do that. What was things things you did as a kid, but it just seems to be things I ate as a kid. Um, but we'll do only men know. Um, so these are things that only men know. And actually, uh, Flavi getting called out here. Quite a prickly podcast for you here, mate. Um, I'm afraid. <laughs> Um, so 115 likes on this. Uh, we're talking about the back raking uh, as opposed to the pinch and roll um, of the of the sort of testicle. Um, What's the word? Itching, essentially. Itching your balls, yeah. Yeah. Um, and Flav, so Matthew Blake says, Flav saying, I can see it while imagining a man scratching his balls, yet claims he can't visualise anything. <laughs> his claims yet again prove fraudulent. I Jack- thought I said, I thought I said that, yeah, I, I agree. I can see everything. I can visualise everything. I don't know why I'm still being dug out about this. And Jack- by, the, by the point, Jack like, Kirby says, we, does ca- we call in it. Are we calling it? Bullshit. 
I don't um, know. I mean, I believe you, but I, I don't know. it's just a turn of phrase, isn't it? Library Gary says, maybe he's recalling a memory of himself doing something similar. Does memory recall count as visualisation? People that don't know, I'm one of the, <laughs> one of a group of people in, in, in our world who cannot create images in my brain. I cannot do it, right? And that's all this is. And I don't know why. Why that's not even uh, why would someone brag about that? I'm not bragging about it. I don't know why I'm c- continuing to be attacked every time I use uh, just a familiar phrase like visualize it. I can't physically visualize it, but I, I, I'm aware of it. Like, if, if I'm thinking about itching my bollocks right now and I'm trying to visualize what my fingers might do as they itch my bollocks, I can't create that image. I just cannot. Right. If I say something that suggests I can, it's merely as a, a method okay. of getting across. Some information. Turn a phrase. All right. Okay. Let's draw a line. Turn a phrase. You you can't tell them to. They won't stop. I get tweets Mm. about it. Ollie mentions it on. Yeah. It's just. It's. I. I don't know why I'm. It's 150 likes as well. It's weird. I know. This is fucking obsessed by it. Uh, Rattled. I'm rattled. Yeah. You do seem rattled. Bigs Max 16. Things only men know. (laughs) This is mental. Now I I didn't. Things only men know, and I didn't know this. I don't know if you knew this one, Flav. He said, the logistical challenge of shaving your balls back in the day without nipping your sack. Um, which lead, no, it doesn't, we're not sponsored. I remember discussing this with a mate at school once, <laughs> and he told me the trick. The trick is to get an erection before you start. Presumably, this tightens your sack up whilst you're in the shower, preventing any potential snagging. However, despite multiple attempts, I've never been able to pull this off. As every time I start shaving, I'd watch my steely erection just slowly dwindle away. (laughs) To the shriveled cocktail sausage I've become so familiar with. I simply couldn't focus enough on maintaining the erection and shaving the balls at the same time. To do this, I've never understood quite how he did it. And I've always had a secret admiration for him because of it. (laughs) I didn't know that. I've never heard that. Anyone doing that? <laughs> he asked his audience. Is anyone else shaving? I mean, <laughs> well, erect does make sense. Sort of, you know, gets it out the way, tightens up yeah. the surface area, <laughs> gets it out the way. <laughs> Going upwards. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But the, the shaving the balls thing is is not. It's sort of a trimming, rather, isn't it? It's not like. You don't, they're not like, like shaved like a newborn baby's bollocks, are they? Yeah, yeah. It's more like a, you're sort of like <laughs> cutting the sort of, like you're just trying to get, I don't know. It's almost like, how do you explain it? Uh, why, like, why, like a, better, a better method would be just to imac, right? Just imac them. My mate used to do that. If you really yeah, want smooth, a bit, a bit scared. if you want s- super smooth balls, <laughs> then use imac. But yeah, my mate, I remember my mate telling me that. It was horrific. He said, um, he went, yeah, I use Imac. I was like, you really? You use Imac? And he's like, yeah, dense. <laughs> I was like, didn't need to know that. Didn't need to know it was dense. Um, Louis Williams. Things I think oh, we need to get back to the, the time in the in the light, a time where we, we need to normalise pubic hair again. Big old bush. There's nothing wrong with that. Mate, I've got no problem with that. I think it's just What's like... What's a, what are you saying, James? What are you doing then? Like when you got when you get your, your man's giving you oh no oh shit oh, no. when you you <laughs> you know what, carefully how, how do you how, how far do you actually let's save this for when manscape come back <laughs> right. if if manscape well or if uh, 
uh, my, my um, business emails in my bio, guys, if you're watching. Presume they're not. Uh, Louis Williams, <laughs> things only men know. When going to the toilet with someone, you have to calculate. So this, I, I think this is more for Louis' sake than uh, anyone else's. I don't know if... Um, right. I, this is one for me, but I don't know if other people have this problem. When going to the toilet with someone... So um, so me and Flav go, I go, do you want to... <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Okay, I'm going to knit the toilet. And go, I need the toilet as well. So we're on our way to the toilet. He says, when going to the toilet with someone, you have to calculate whether going for a urinal or a cubicle is your best option. Is this a thing? Often it will depend on the person you are with and if you back yourself to do the business in front of them in a urinal. I think you're making this a big thing here, Louis. Or if you think you'll succumb under the pressure when push comes to shove. No, there are men that get get cock-shy. get nervy, don't they? Yeah, they get cock-shy. So they... They can't. They they'll if they they can't piss in front of other men in the urinals. So if you're one of them, then you probably would need to go into a cubicle. Mm. We spoke about that. But I'm quite poo cue shame, didn't we? Years ago. Yeah. It does. I don't think a lot of our new uh, listeners you won't be aware of poo cue shame. That's a that's something only men know. If you're at the football and we're like, obviously everyone's just like, quick, get have a way, go. And then there's one guy looking sheepishly waiting, waiting to go into the toilet. I know mm. what you want to do. You know what you want to do, but you need to do it so much that you're just waiting there. Poo. That's Reb and Catherine in the chat just said it's an interesting thing about taking your friend to the toilet. I've never understood quite why women do that, and they always do. Even even now, at this certain age, they like at my age, the women will go to the toilet together, and I don't know what it means and why they do it and why it's so common. So yeah. Uh, is it like a, I mean, is a it just to have a chat? Thing? Yeah. If men go to the toilet together on a night out, they're going to do a line of gear probably. Whereas yeah. women, if it isn't about that, what are they doing? They're just having a chat. You can chat at the table. You're having the same chat unless you're talking about something you don't want to talk about. Yeah. Have you ever gone, um, I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking of, uh, I'm thinking of having a wee. Do you think they're coming for a chat? <laughs> never. Not as a man, we'd never <laughs> say that. I don't think. Never do that. Right. You're getting the drinks in. You're getting the drinks in. Sure round. Yeah, yeah, all right. Tim, should we go for a chat and a wee? Yeah. <laughs> just wouldn't do it, would you? No. And um, the, the Cameron says they're talking about men, but that, I mean, that, I don't, and I can't, like, they can talk about men at the that's, table. Or that's patriarchal, like a, that comment. I don't, I don't presume. I don't, I don't know. Well, Catherine and Reb, are you talking about, about men? Would you, would you, it's more chatting about, it's just gossip, isn't it? It's not about men specifically. Um, but it's, apparently it's definitely a female thing. Um, LRHFC says, you don't want to be caught firing a blank piss. Is that a thing? What's a blank piss? <laughs> well, I, I, I've, been, I've been in toilets and thinking, this is not going to happen. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and, then just, and then just walked out. Like, I've need a wee. I've gone to the cubicle and I've like, oh. I've either got stage fright or I'm just thought, this is not going to happen. I've heard that. I'm, like, you know, like someone goes and then they stand there next to the door and I'm like, you're just standing there, mate. You're yeah, standing there, and, and then and then you know it's not going to happen, and you have to you pretend that you have had a wee, you shake your willy, and then tuck it away, <laughs> and then walk you, out as yeah. if you have weed, because the shame of going to the toilet and not being able to wee is significant. Have you ever it's gone? Like, what, to are you the even toilet? a man? Are you even a man? You can't <laughs> pay it. Are you even a man? Yeah. Are you a man? You if ready? you need to go for a wee and go to the urinal and can't wee, are you even a man? <laughs> <laughs> is have you ever been caught where uh, where you've gone to the toilet just to get away from 
where you are or to just have a break from something and then you've kind of been yeah. caught with someone else who's also there and you're like oh shit i haven't got anything here i'm just just trying to get away i just <laughs> want to look at my phone or whatever it might be um, yeah just reckon i am a man i just need to get away you just sort of quietly go <laughs> out of the corner of your mouth um so yeah so i mean for me like yeah just urinal in it um, bonus power moves if you decide to opt for the urinal and piss for as long and as loudly as possible because we all know what that implies. Yeah. Jed, Remember in, a, in an Jed, old office. Jed. <laughs> <laughs> about, as yeah. soon as you said that, I thought of Jed in our old office at Ball Street. It's because we were we had the office and it was next to the toilet and you could hear Jed p- pissing through the wall. Pass and it was rush. going, because he was such a tall man, it was traveling such a distance to the, mm. to the water and he'd piss straight in the middle of the water. Like, See, that, that's it, the thing. Oh, that was the thing someone was saying to me in terms of things that men, only men know is the decision to either go straight for the middle bit or, or aim for the side. Aim for the sides. It's, yeah. it's etiquette. It's decency. You're a decent human being if you aim for the sides. I'm having, I'm having this thing with Will, my boy, at the moment, where he's, he's, um, he's pissing through the toilet seat. He's not lifting the toilet seat up. He's pissing through it. Right. And I'm trying to teach him you've got to lift it up because you don't want piss all over the toilet seat. And he goes, I'm looking at it. There is no piss on the toilet seat. And I was like, there's, <laughs> there's, particles, there's particles of piss on that <laughs> toilet seat, piss mate. Particles. And you, So what, what's harder, Will? Is lifting the toilet up and pissing in it or wiping the toilet afterwards? Oh, well, I don't oh, wipe the toilet oh, afterwards. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, but someone has special to wipe the toilet. Art, special answer number three, sit down. That's why you got to go with a sit down wee. I think you're weird if you're standing up. Just sit down. If you can't. Well, James, down, you have a sit down wee every time. It's, you can do, there's so many things you can do. You just go on your phone. You can just relax, let it be. You haven't got to Jim, worry about aiming or anything like that. You've got to lift the lid or put down the lid. Just sit down. Not here. I've never had a sit down wee. What? Well, hang on a minute, James. You're, you're telling me all you need is a piss. Right in my, own home, to in my you... own home. Yeah, in my own home, it's always a sit down. We don't have to think. I'm got to think. Just go. It's literally seconds. It takes ten seconds, fifteen seconds, or if you really need to go, maybe twenty seconds. The effort of sitting down. But you've, and then but you've got to lift up out. the lid as well, haven't you? James, James, you are in the minority here. Let us know in the comments below. I'm desperate. What's easier? If, if, what's easier? It's not what. What's easier? Do as a man. Do you sit down more than you stand up when having a piss? If it's more, if there are three people in the, in the, in, in, if there's another person in the comments, another person who says, yes, I sit down when I need a wee. I, know, I, like, I told this story before, but. In my own home, in my own home, I mean, I, do, I would say 70, 75% of the time, I just sit down. Seven, 75% <laughs> of the time, you, so you go for a piss and sit down, James. You I go, oh, I have a breather. Have a breather. It takes 13 seconds to piss. I don't know what you, what have you got against sitting down? Well, it's get, great. I, it's great. It's not normal, James. It's not normal. Like, I get it if you're, you've gone for a number two, right? And then you have to tuck, tuck your dick in and piss into I get that. Yeah. But, but then you've, but got not, the, you've not, also got the option. Have you ever done that? Have you ever been standing up having a wee and go, actually, I need a poo? And then you got to sit down. <laughs> not me. I just go. <laughs> no, I've never done that. Well, okay. I know my, I'll tell you a story again. My mate, Alex. Um, Spurs were playing <laughs> Chelsea in a semi-final of the FA Cup and we got absolutely slumped 5-1, I think. And he was so upset. The first half was so bad. I think we were 4-0 down at half-time. Like, 
and he was so upset that <laughs> he was so angry that there was a cubicle, obviously a half-time lot of blokes going for a piss. There was a cubicle with no door on it. And he pulled his pants down and had a sit-down wee in front of everybody. He was that upset. He was apoplectic. Apoplectic <laughs> about the football. That he didn't even give a shit that loads of men were watching him having a sit-down wee. Tucked his willy between his legs and had a sit-down wee. <laughs> <What the laughs> fuck? That's amazing. Uh, Josh Rogers, part of the uh, um, sit-down club. 100%, he says. Good lad. Uh, right, let's move on. Nathan. Nathan's back. Uh, Nathan was our adult escort from last week. Um, things only men know. Spitting while you pee. Don't know why I do it. It's not something I do otherwise. But every time I pee, I get the urge to spit. I, I know where he's coming from. I don't. I don't do it. I don't. I don't do that. But I think I have done in the past. What about what about flushing the toilet before you end <laughs> your wee and you race the flush? Have you done that? Yeah, yeah, that's good fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's good fun. Racing you're... the flush. Speaking of percentages, I reckon you're. <laughs> God, I can't say it. I reckon you're eighty percent more likely to fart mid mid wee. It's weird. It is weird, especially in the morning, the first wee, <laughs> and, and no one's around. You just go <laughs> like your wee, and then the fart just arrives. <laughs> <laughs> that's something only men you're know. just yeah the little f- uh, farting while standing up whenever we or it's certainly it feels available to you at least um <laughs> <laughs> james boswell question here here we go only men know if there's three urinals and there's two men's men's one and a little one you know little kid's one <laughs> um Someone's using a man. Yeah, the lines that's halfway down. Yeah, 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 like little kitty ones. So there's, and someone's using a man's one to the left. Do you use the little one and leave a gap, or do you stand next to the bloke? I mean, it's fine to use the little one, but you'll know that because it's so far down, there's a high risk of splashback, and there's um that I have used it before, and I've looked down, and then there's just two lines of piss. On my jeans because oh. it's just splattered off the side. It's just too far the distance. So I've never done it again. Okay. Um, could always squat, can you? Can you squat and piss? Is that possible? I don't know. I don't know. Squat and piss? Well, why, why don't you can sit you, on a urinal? Mid squat and probably, piss. You'd probably like fucking sit on the urinal. <laughs> you can full, full squat and piss. Can you mid squat and piss? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You could, yeah. <laughs> so let, so let me know. Um, Things you did as a kid. Uh, Ash, I can... So a couple of quick ones. And this... So as I said, this is things that... So I want to move away from this because this has become... This is things you did as a kid. It's things I ate as a kid. So what? what I, I'll, I'll go first. Things you thought as a kid. Okay? In the comments. Things that you thought were true as a kid. I'll go first. I thought... I thought... I thought an erection just went straight out. <laughs> I just thought the erection went like like a right like an L, like a body, and then I thought the erection went straight out, and I thought that went into a, a vagina, dead straight, <laughs> like that for years, <laughs> years and years and years. That's how I thought it worked. What, when did you come to the realization that that isn't the case? It's probably about <laughs> probably about twelve, thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably not uncommon stuff like that. Okay, so or, things like that might have been older. Thirteen, I remember maybe. as a kid going. I remember as a kid going, 
When I get older, I'm going to have sex all the time. All the time. Like, I'm just going to do it all the time. Not realising that, you know, perhaps people don't, don't want to do it all the time. No. Um, okay. So, yeah. So, things you thought as a kid that you're embarrassed or, you know, whatever. Same thing. Uh, Ash, I can admit it now. I was the guy who took a bite out of the foam footballs that you use in year one PE. <laughs> it was always a bit <laughs> missing. It was like, who is that? And it was Ash. It was Ash. Because I remember those foam footballs, and it was always a bit. Why have you done this? He's done that. Josh Foster, just to, just to round off the, the 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 toilet chat, couldn't squat and piss without also pooing. Right, good to know. Thanks. Draw. <laughs> can do that. Can draw a line. Yeah, that's that. the end. Uh, Ginge Tomasi. Things I used to eat up until the age of sixteen. I would never bother unwrapping the individual sweets when eating a packet of Starburst or Frutella. I just eat them with the paper wrapper included. That's fucking mental. That's bizarre and unnecessary. Just undo it. How lazy is that? Yeah. What? The... Yeah. Sort your life out, Ginger. Mm. Tyler Friedman, when I was a kid, me and my mate would love, we'd love to eat whole punched pieces of paper. Our favourite was the ones you could pop out of the cardboard folder you'd get at the beginning of the year in primary school. What? Yeah. Eating paper, is that what it is? Thomas Martin, one of our uh, moist slugs, is in the chat right now. Hope you're doing well, Tom. Hey, Jim. Hey, Flav. Hello, all you sluggies. Hope you're all doing well. So my birthday is on bonfire night. So when I was a child, I was conditioned to think that because there were fireworks on my birthday, any time I saw fireworks must mean that it was my birthday. What? Oh, I thought I thought you said the world was celebrating his birthday by letting loads of fireworks off. Well, yeah, sort of. So on New Year's Eve, I'd ask my parents if it was my birthday again. <laughs> and if I saw fireworks while in the summer, I'd ask if it was my birthday again. And I get all excited because I think that it was getting I was getting presents. I've now learned that sadly this was not the case can only move move forwards uh bisval replies saying this is the new pavlov's dogs experiment big niger's child <laughs> we can call it very good thomas martin is the son of former uh england, england leeds everton goalkeeper is it Everton? yeah he played for everton. yeah yeah crystal palace uh, crystal rovers and part of my greatest ever premier league 11 videos on the channel now didn't do as well as i was hoping so go watch it please um i wonder tom did, even now when you've that's just as a sort of chemical instant as i say pavlov's dogs experiment reaction when you hear a firework you go and then realize and get slightly upset even as an adult let me know mm. Rob Reed, weird thing I did as a kid. No idea why, but I used to carry a little notebook around me, around with me. <laughs> when I walked up, I was driven past a for sale sign outside a house. I jot down what estate agent it was from. I'd keep going. I'd keep an ongoing tally, and at the end of each week, I'd make it into a leaderboard. Odd kid. <laughs> that was That's... it, Rod. Uh, Rob, what do you do now, Rob? I'd love to know. Estate agent. Surely. <laughs> Surely, surely he's in housing in some form. He's mm. clearly a passion. Uh, ben Farrelly, things we did as a kid. I distinctly remember getting a real kick out of wet, uh, this is true, isn't it? A wetting tissue paper and throwing it onto the school bathroom ceiling so it would stick. I remember doing it once uh, and the school caretaker walked in as the tissue paper was mid-flight. I knew it was, he knew it was me. I flat out denied it until he, he just shook his head and walked away. Yeah. That was a thing, wasn't it? Wet 
Yeah. It would be on all the ceilings. Was that yeah, our, yeah. Our, our American brethren or any other country? Was that a thing? Because in schools, that was a, like wet tissue paper and throwing it to stick on stuff. Yeah. Thing? And also, yeah, that, 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 rem- that was a thing when I was a kid. Also, um, did you, anyone have a kid that wrote his own name on the wall with poo? We had one in ours that Ricky was here. He's written his own poo. Ricky, was it? What the fuck? <laughs> it wasn't my mate Ricky. I didn't know him at that age, but it was a Ricky. Mm. Why have you done that? And then, and then sometimes you'd walk into a school toilet and someone's put the lid down and done a poo on top of the lid. Did you ever see that? <laughs> <laughs> it does ring a bell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like some of the, I, I've, we had a kid who'd like... He did a shit in the urinal, but it wasn't just the urinal. It was the middle one. And it felt like it was like, what? The middle one. Odd, isn't it? People's relationship done, with poo. It done a poo in the urinal. Sorry, in my head, it was just the toilet. <laughs> yeah, you know, the, the, the middle urinal. Some, some kids would just do, do a poo and and they they wouldn't flush it. They'd just leave it there. Yeah. Flush the toilet. Lot. Yeah, what's wrong Press here? the button, for fuck's sake. Uh, okay, awkward power move. And then slugs in the world, we're done. Uh, Edward Rivet. Hey lads, been a slug since Long Ball Street. One for the weekend days. Brackets. Other than a yep. couple of, other than a couple of Twitter contributions, I haven't checked in before. While this doesn't exactly fit to any of the bits, I feel like it's a tale you may appreciate. I was arranging to meet up with my cousin for the Wales game during the World Cup. We decided the best option would be to go to a pub and take it in with him and some of his mates. None of which I'd ever met before, or so I thought. As the latter members of the group turned up one by one, I noticed a fellow who seemed vaguely familiar. Now, the reason I've put this into the running order is there was a moment reading this where I went, I closed my eyes and went, oh, and I just wonder if you'll hit at the same word. That's why I wanted to box. Yeah, you on. So arranges me up with my cousin for the Wales game during the World yeah. Cup. Okay. Uh, few, there's a group of people and then he feels like I noticed a fellow who seemed vaguely familiar. Uh, right. And a later comment overheard by him led to it being revealed that he had been, we had been colleagues at the Northampton Morrison's home delivery department a couple of years uh, prior. By the end of the night, people had moved right. about within the group a bit here and there and, and with trips to the bar and the bogs and ended up, si- I ended up sitting on a chair which had his coat hanging on the back, a fact of which I was un- unaware of. As he got up to leave, he leaned down to me in an effort to fetch his garment However, I inter- interpreted this gesture <laughs> as a gesture of affection and met it in kind with a standard run-of-the-mill blokish embrace. Oh. <laughs> what was the word it was for me? It was me when he went and uh, he leaned down to me in yeah, the he, he to his garment. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> Horrible. Um, so he's then gone for the... Uh, yeah, hang on, where are we? I thought it was just affection. I met it in kind with a standard run-of-the-mill blokish embrace. Upon peeling away, I noticed the look of confusion upon his face. I was hoping to get my coat, mate. Realising the embarrassing gravity of my mistake, self-defence mode kicks in. You may have been looking to get your coat, but I saw an opportunity that was too good to pass up and took it. <laughs> I reply, in a desperate power move attempt to save face. This may not have been the exact comment, but it was words to that effect. At this point, I feel I've handled the situation all right with the cards I'd been dealt and could see light at the end of the tunnel, ready to emerge, mostly unscathed. Once his coat had returned to its rightful place upon his person, he hits me with a curveball and leans in for another bracket or first, depending on your point of view, hug. On the bright side, this validated my initial response as the movement was exactly the same as the, <laughs> when the first coat re- reclamation attempted 
attempt was made. The only difference being the thick shroud of awkwardness the air was now cloaked in at this point. My emergency response reserves were completely drained and all I could muster was, right, see you later, nods, reciprocate with a nod of his own. We now follow each other on Instagram. (laughs) 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 The last line was a bit weird. Didn't really understand that. Um, Well done. Right, slugs in the wild. And then we say goodbye. Um, Good luck to all Arsenal, Spurs, Man United and Queen's Park Rangers fans. This weekend, these big games, um, and Man City. Do you? Who are you playing? Uh, I just can't remember. Poor that. It's gone, you That's know, because things are falling apart a little bit. You're just like whatever. <laughs> Switch off mid-table. Yeah. You just yeah, and we're not at home, so I'm. I know I'm not going. So I kind of I switch off, especially after Fleetwood last week. Fucking fucking! I fucking hate the FA Cup so much. <laughs> so, Did you drop players a, for it? It's a piss take. A couple, not really. <laughs> It's an absolute <laughs> piss take. Oh. You, how long do you think this current manager, Neil Critchley, is it? Uh, how long till he, he's gone? Uh, we signed Jamal Lowe. But I, I don't feel... It, something doesn't feel right about it. It feels a bit Graham Pottery. Right. It just doesn't feel... You know, right, yeah. Do you know, you know what would have been a shame is like... Like, Sarah's probably going to... He may even start against Arsenal. But he would have been a great loan signing for a championship club, like a really good, yeah. but because of our injuries, he's, he's played himself into the team. You know, that Oreg Boonham I was telling you about the Aston Villa loanee, like people keep sending me tweets, yeah. but he's been linked with like Juventus on loan. Like... This is Macaulay Boone, Booney. Oh, Eric, Tim Eric Boonham. No, Macaulay Bond. No, he's, he's not good. Um, well, not right. good enough for us. Anyway, uh, slugs in the wild. Um, here we go. What have you been? Have you signed this player then? Jamal Lowe, signing from Bournemouth on loan. He's good, good championship player. No, uh, he, no, he, he, Burnham, he no, no, got him alone. He's 19 year old from Villa, he's class. And he, so he's he's playing for uh, he's playing for when did you sign him? He's been in the season, the start, yeah, start of the season. He's getting he's exactly and what he's I said. Class. I said he still has moments, but he's getting better and better. And he's got he has this unbelievable, and Don Belli kind of had it a bit as well that unbelievable yeah. ability to be in the center of the park. Get on the ball, and most people like two touches, and he'll just use that first touch to literally just dri- dribble around someone. I find that yeah. amazing. He's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, slugs in the world. Um, if you do want to become a patron, we do mailbags each week. We'd love to have you. It's premium content at a at a uh, pound land price, affordable cost. Yeah. Well done, um, Joe Abella. Failed slugs in the world. Plus things only men know. Story. I was at a pub for the England versus USA game. Fresh in my memory was the pod where James and Flav discussed the rules surrounding urinal etiquette. Being a man uh, of culture and sophistication, I never opt for the middle urinal. Here we arrive at the scenario. Nipped off to the toilets to see the middle f- free with, uh, <laughs> with one either side occupied. Being a busy World Cup game, there was a queue for the urinals, um, but I didn't falter. The guy behind me said to me, are you going or not? To which I replied, I can't do that, I'm afraid. It's against the men's code. Things only men know, right? I've got to be honest. I would have taken the middle one. I just get, you know, just get it done. You're slowing everyone yeah. down a little bit, Joe. Anyway, I, I appreciate the moral stance. Um, mm. To which, so yeah, only uh, the men's, men's code, code is not something you talk about either. It's just yeah. you just do it. So yeah, it's but does it look issue. awkward when you do it? Like when there, that's a good question. Like when there's a queue like that, when it's like <laughs> hectic. 
do you then look weird if you don't take the middle one? Yeah, I think you, you do, to. don't you? You've got to take, got to take yeah, the one. Yeah, yeah. You have to take the, the, the one, yeah. Live and learn. Um, so he said, no, he said, I can't do that, I'm afraid. It's against men's code, things only men know, right? To which uh, he surprisingly agreed with enthusiasm. Now, maybe it was the enthusiasm in his voice or the camaraderie in the air due to the England game, but I mistook this for a common knowledge of Jaffin and proceeded to ask him if he was dry or moist. Straight to that. <laughs> he dry or moist? In the Speaking toilet. Cold. His face immediately turned from excitement to horror and the scenario took a dark turn. Fair to say he had no idea what I was talking about and the subsequent piss was one of the most uncomfortable experiences I've ever had. <laughs> dry or moist? Horrible. Yeah. Are you going to... So imagine that playing out. Do you, are you going to go to the toilet, mate? No, no, I can't do that. It's against the men's code. Oh, okay. Nice one. Dry or moist? Are you dry or moist? Yeah. What? Tough. Uh, and last slugs in the world. We had two. Uh, one missing from a couple of weeks. Uh, floor leak. A triple slug in the wild. Full slash. Speaking Japanese. <laughs> Love that. In my uni class with new people this this academic year, I noticed that my new classmate was a J has a JLA video on his YouTube homepage with a watched watched red bar underneath. Good. Um, I point and say, big fan of Jim too, before cautiously asking, "You're not a slug, are you?" <laughs> his eyes beam open and replies, "When are we going to fleet services, then, lad?" Big jump brave but i appreciate it with an accompanying bright smile you're literally you're literally talking about when are we going to go to a service station and have an oral sex so that is quite yeah it's quite bold it's punchy, like, it's punchy. Uh, mm. this is my first time encountering another slug in the world so i was giddy with excitement just before i could say as much another classmate across the table says did you just say fleet services we both said <laughs> yeah and he says cheeky nosh off <laughs> It's amazing. I love that. I just love the Cheeky idea. Cheeky nosh off. Definitely with a double point as well. Cheeky nosh off. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going for a cheeky nosh off? Amazing. <laughs> uh, we all become extremely loud and interrupt the class as this is all of our first experience <laughs> of losing their uh, <laughs> slug of the world virginity. First experience with other slugs. It's an MA for sports broadcast I mad three of them in a, in a, in a single... Oh, right, right, I got you. Sports got you. It's yeah. mad at three of them, three of them in a, in a single classroom is incredible. So good. I love Cheeky it. Nosh <laughs> Cheeky nosh off. Cheeky nosh off. That's what I think from now on, if you do meet another slug in the world at the top of your voice, you need to go, Cheeky nosh off. If, if, you, if you meet a slug in the world and you, you can take a picture, do that's the pose. <laughs> Double gun fingers. Double gun fingers. <laughs> Joe, I can literally see as we're talking, this is going to be all over Twitter over the weekend. Looking forward to it, Louis. And out of context. Uh, so, yeah, so they're all doing um, uh, an MA for sports broadcast journalism. Fantastic. So I hope you know that you're shaping the future industry. And that one day, 17.6%, brackets ratioed to this class, of all future journos might be slugs. Max and Ed, I hope you had a great Christmas. My fellow sluggy wuggies, we can only move forwards. <laughs> Well done, boys. <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. Great work, great work, great that comment. amazing. And great way to end. I think that's, that's always got to be the end, isn't it, Slugs in the Wild? It's good fun. Um, yeah, right, it's guys. Good. 
uh, yeah, if you're enjoying the content, you want more, uh, Patreon link is in the description. Uh, there's a Discord there as well, which uh, I showcased the bottle of Cowpole uh, prior to, to enjoying its delights. Um, and there are 98 mailbags to enjoy, actually. Go back and watch them all. So you can watch them all. Um, yeah, see how we've progressed as human beings. Um, uh, good luck, Flav. Cheers, mate. Um, oh. you. Good luck with... Uh... Yeah, who are we playing? What? I was going to ask you, are you well, about on Friday then? Uh, am, I, am I about? I, I am. I'm in Brent, Brentford. Yeah. Oh, hang on. Should I'll, I pop round? You could do. Yeah, what I would do what something. What are you? Uh, well, let me speak with, you, uh, let's speak with, my, with the boss. Yeah, speak, speak with the missus. Um, I don't actually know what time I'm going to get there as it stands. So I've got stuff to do tomorrow, but I'll be driving down. Okay. Reading away. You are playing Reading. Are they any good? Uh, Paul Lynch has done a good job actually um, I actually really dislike Reading because they steal a lot of our stuff um, but that's another you mean oh 12th place 13th break... in a ding dong affair there both on 36 what, points breaking into can you remember the conversations we were having about QPR when you said it's heartbreaking Honestly. Fucking Mick That's the thing with our Q... Rangers doing I, hope I Rangers don't are care fucking... the thing with QPR as well that's really annoying is like say with the FA Cup I'm like you know, I'm all for, like humiliation points. You know, I talk about that a lot. Yeah. Like, fucking give us a fucking run in the fucking FA Cup for Christ's sake. Like the amount of every year we're shit. Every year we lose money. a crap championship, championship team or a League One team or a League Two team. Just fuck off. So boring. I'm not getting any younger. <laughs> Hurry up and have a cup run, please. Right. Have a good weekend, everyone. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.